Welcome to the B-Movie Breakdown episode 227. 227 episodes of this podcast. They exist on the internet. Where? All over the place. Excellent answer. The entire library is available for you to listen to. And if you've never listened before, the B-Movie Breakdown is a weekly podcast. It comes out every week. That's what that means. That's what weekly means. If you don't know what weekly means, I'm explaining that too. Every wow, week. What an educational experience this I week. I know. I'm just a regular. I'm just regular, Mister Rogers. You're um, you're something. You're a regular, Mister Something. Mister Sumatra. I'm a regular, Mister Sumatra, and this you is the wish. people we break down. Like I said, weekly podcast. Where we find the humor and enjoyment in awesome and awesomely bad films of the past and present, home of the good, the bad, the what the fuck. Oh my god. Yeah. What the fuck? What are you doing? The fuck. I think you're delirious. I think you're delirious. It's the movie we watched made me delirious. No, and, don't uh, blame the film. <laughs> this is an internal struggle uh, within yeah, yourself. Yeah, we are. Right we're on iTunes. We're on Stitcher. We're on Anchor.fm slash B Movie Breakdown. That's where you can, uh, you know, support the podcast as well. Uh, you can reach us on social media at B Movie Breakdown or at BMB Podcast. Go to our website bmbpodcast.com as well and bmbpodcast at gmail.com if you have any suggestions for movies you want us to watch you can also leave it on social media but if you have a movie that you made and you want us to watch the email is probably the best way to contact us you can listen to our other podcast the reversal it's wrestling podcast if you like pro wrestling and uh, all that jazz you can listen to that one and listen to us discuss the weekly happenings in the world of pro wrestling nick you have uh, another podcast and uh, projects you would like to discuss i mean you can just follow me at instagram at scared stories I post drawings and illustrations, some in relation to a podcast called Weird and Feared that I do with my good friend Zach, where we talk about monsters, madness, and mayhem. Nice. So do that. A lot of reading, events, cryptid stuff, monsters, angels, demons, That those are coming. Talk a lot about Sasquatch. I don't even like him. I don't know how that happens. I mean, it comes with the territory, I feel Cause, like. But because some of this shit just fucking interesting. Like how Nick used to not like werewolves. Well, I guess it's time he has to be an adult and start liking Sasquatch, yeah. I guess. I, there was a, I think I mentioned on this podcast before, there was a Sasquatch documentary I used to rent from uh, the library all the time when I was a kid. I don't know what that A&E means. It was an A&E Sasquatch documentary. Oh, my God. I used to rent all the time. I was, like, just obsessed with the idea of this, like, creature. If you want a spoiler for a future episode whenever I put it together, do you know there are lots of Sasquatch reportings in Seneca, Illinois? Yeah, you mentioned this to me. I did not know that. Along DuPont Road. I can see in Seneca there's a lot of wooded areas. You know what's awesome? How I'm going to end the episodes? Just a little inside. Because it's... A little trip. It's going it's to little... be... Well, because the road is a big winding road. Okay. He's been reported. He's been started out. They're going to make a movie about him in 2005. That was going to happen. Like, legit. And they just never did. Because I wonder why. But <laughs> du, DuPont Road is a winding road. He live. he lives in those forests, they're going to bulldoze, like... Basically, instead of making it winding, just, like, redo it and straighten it out. That's going to be fucking with his home. Oh, we could shit. be in store from some massive sightings of this creature if it, you know, at least reports of people seeing the creature. Right. Very excited about that. Nice. This should be uh, should be interesting. You I some, had some first-hand you could, accounts. You should do some uh, little uh, interviews in Seneca. I get some first-hand accounts. Nice. Yeah. Solid. Yeah. Yeah, you should go explore Seneca. Plan on it. Nice. Have to wear a vest so no one shoots me. <laughs> Maybe just, you just don't go during hunting season. 
Last week when I got off work at five, it was just dusk. I'm like, I might drive down to Dupont Road. Ugh. I didn't though because I wanted to go. Yeah, home. you can get a cheap safety vest from like Menards somewhere like that. Or maybe I'll get like cardboard cutouts and like put them in the woods so people think they see a monster oh, and they drive by. Man, then you're gonna really just freak people out. Mm-hmm. I always thought it'd be an interesting uh, little prank to do. What? Uh, you know, we live around a lot of cornfields. We do. And I figured I thought it would always be funny, like. Late at night, just have somebody like walking down the road uh-huh. and like near next to one of the cornfields. Sure. And then as a car drives by, have somebody else just grab them into the cornfield. That's a good one. <laughs> ah! And then that person that drove by would just hey, be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. That'd be cool. Probably not. Probably shouldn't do the stuff like it's that. It's better but... than yeah. At least you're not pushing like fake deers out in front of the street. <laughs> like deers that like, little deers on wheels. Yeah. Like a stuffed deer just like. Like bodies, like in the, well, bodies in the CKY, where they yeah. drop the body. I mean, none of those are good. Those are so dangerous. Dummies, yeah, very dangerous. So, anyways, this is also dangerous. This is also dangerous. This week's movie was dangerous for the for the kids involved in the in the film. Very dangerous, and it was a suggested pod, uh, movie for this podcast by uh, you know the stinkiest of the stink bags. Sure. Some would even call him Stinky Man. Why? I mean, we'll just have to find out. So, uh, you know, friend of the show, Marcus, suggested this movie. And that movie is Shrunken Heads. It's the best of the worst. It's something yes. I've never seen before. It's it. I can I can attest to that. It's definitely something I've never seen before. You know, Full Moon Pictures never ceases to amaze me what? and mystify me. What else could you compare this to? Nothing. I mean, right. A superhero movie, kind that, of, because there's it. like superhero origin scenes of like getting powers and training montage. Yeah, getting powers. Training montage. But then other than that... I don't know. This like weird. Ah. Who wants to see kids die? <laughs> yes, in this movie, three children are gunned down by a greaser gang. Yeah, it's a good summation. Whose ma? Whose boss is amazing? Is a greaser woman man. It's like a very no, we'll just butch say, we'll, woman. We'll just say she just looks like a greaser. She's like fucking. She looks like Jean Vincent. It's nineteen sixty four. Big Mo. Big Mo, one of the more interesting characters. I mean, I've never seen a character as unique as Big Mo. Like, honestly, I'm surprised we don't get more Big Mo characters. I don't even know what to even... Big Mo is in a league all her own. Yeah, and uh, Big Big Mo is played by Meg Foster, who was in uh, They Live and Masters of the Universe. Uh, just a few movies. You know, probably one of the more famous people that was in this movie, because mostly everybody else... Not in too much. What's Sally doing? She's just here and there, some soaps. Cool. Stuff like that. Nothing nothing crazy. But she goes from a, a girl dating a greaser to a voodoo princess. Yeah, that's just the arc that that's we got. That's just the arc that we got, like anything. It's just the arc we got. And yeah, in this movie, the beginning of this movie is just like, you know, here's some kids, they meet a new friend. It his settles name, you in so... His name is Freddy... He's the new kid in town. Uh, you know, you get this greaser gang that's like bullies everybody. 
that are clearly way older than these kids. These kids have to be like 16, maybe younger. They might have been playing younger. They could have been. Uh, and they're innocent. They read comics. They love comics. They love the Green Lantern. They love DC Comics. They do love DC Comics. They love the Green Lantern. And uh, the one one kid loved Crypto, the dog. Weird choice. Everybody's got a favorite. Yeah, everybody does. She's a weird favorite. Uh, and they're just innocent kids, and they just are sick of this gang terrorizing the town and, you know, asking for money and things like that. And uh, they yeah. want to put them, especially Tommy... The kind of the main character, he yeah. really wants to get rid of this gang out of his town. He's sick of it. Yeah, so how's he decide to do that? He videotapes them committing a felony. What was their felony? They were stealing from cars, but what I don't know because they didn't have anything in their hands. They just took the car apart and threw it in the back of Vinny's... Vinny Bonadivi. What was his name? Um, it was not Vinny... Vinny but... Eeny Meeny. It was not Vinny... Vinny, eeny, meeny, big mo. It was um, Vinny Benedetti. Vinny Benedetti. Vinny Benedetti. Was he Italian? (laughs) (laughs) What do you think? What's the the (laughs) over-under on whether (laughs) Vinny Benedetti is Italian? I think he was Jewish. Oh, man. I think think he was from Slovakia. (laughs) I think he was a Slovak. Oh, God, Vinny and his gang, the Vipers, Vinny's Vipers, that was the gang. They just really loved Randy Orton. They they were huge, you know, huge Randy Orton fans. Yeah, they kept giving uh, people RKO's. Yeah, constantly. That'd be, yeah. honestly, they, it would have been nicer if they gave people RKO's than just murdering them. Though, these kids are the first people they ever murder. It's true. And even Vinny has reservations about it. And even afterwards, like, why? I can't believe. It's weird they show that moral confliction. Like, can't, you know, but Big Mo's like, yeah, you it busted is, your you cherry, it. you did it. Yeah, because after they, after the, they, um, also Vinny is dating a probably 17 year old at best case scenario. 17. It's 17. In actual age at the time. Yeah. Um, Sally. Yes. Who is kind of. Has a thing for Tommy. She's over the bad boy thing of Vinny and wants to go with this guy. She's this kid she's kind of known her whole life. Yeah. Tommy. Right. So they start having a thing. She's very forward. She grabs his hand, like kisses him, like right away. Yeah, she's like, I'm seeing somebody else now. And then she, like, sneaks Immediately. up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she just, I mean, she basically tells Tommy they're dating. She, like, she claims she's a virgin, but she's, like, definitely doing stuff. I'm not gonna. Assume. She's getting to, like, third base for sure with Vinny. I don't know what like she's Vinny's doing not Vinny. sitting around waiting for like, you know. I'm not gonna <laughs> even divulge in this. We're just gonna let it go. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing. I don't know. They claimed we thought things at first, but then Sally yeah, said she I, was a virgin. I'm gonna take her out of work. She said she's a virgin. They never did the seance, so it never really did the fully had it to happen. Mister, what was his name? Sumatra. Mr. Sumatra said the ceremony could only be performed by a woman who had never had a male member in her, which is a cool thing to just say to a 17-year-old. But at this point, you're in a, you're, I mean, all bets are off, I guess, about what you can and cannot expose this girl to. Right. And, I mean, if she, I mean, if she wasn't getting male members inside of her. Oh, my God. Uh, she was definitely getting male members in her mouth, for sure. That would be inside like, of her. I know, but, like, not inside her, like... That's inside your body, dude. Not inside her cooch. 
Nope. That's what you say to think it's to try to make a funny joke. That's what you choose. It's bad enough you introduced the word of the sea meat on the reversal. You can blame Marcus for this, okay? Marcus has no part in this. You know what? She's only 17. That's what he said. But you know what? Daddy says she's too young, but she's old enough for Vinny. Vinny, in his line to this girl saying he's still in school when he's clearly not in school. She would know. Well, he lied to her, though. He's like, oh, no, I just, he said something about school on the phone. Oh. He said he's gonna go back. He's gonna go to school because when he said he was going straight, he's gonna he oh, was gonna right. go to bi- school to get a, like a business degree or something. So he's just pretending he's going to his business yeah. school. Yeah, he's gonna go to business school. Yeah, you know, trying to make things legit. Uh, you know, there's a lot of weird stuff in this movie. I think one of the weirdest things uh, is might sound just weird for me saying this because it's a movie with so many weird things, but. In the beginning, when Tommy is uh, working at his dad's grocery store, he's, you know, mopping the floors. And before he can go get comics with his friends, his dad yells at him. And it's like, get that dry spot before you leave. Like, it's so weird. Because he wanted the floor mopped. But well, I mean, I, mean it was, I guess it was kind of like an indication for things later. Like, you know, Tommy was going to find that dry spot on Sally. My God, man. And make it wet. My God, you know. You said this. You said this. You said that not, Sally likes her spot wet, not dry. That's not what I said. You, there was a, you know how, like, you shouldn't repeat a joke if you don't know how it goes? You ruined the context. You ruined the punchline. You just said the fact of the joke was about Sally and wet spots. <laughs> it's not, the timing was not good. You try to try to ride my coattails and my little funny joke I made when watching the film, and you just fucked it all up. You said that. No, I did not. I did not say it like that, or even using these are exact, those words. These are exact quotes. Those are not exact quotes. Uh, you know, I think Vinny... I don't know. I think Vinny and his gang, they might have been more like, I don't know, intimidating had they had a better vehicle even, too. No, because then you show how... Cause then he gets, he gets, he becomes a, Vinny becomes a made man. And then he has all the money. He's got a better car. He's wearing chains. He's wearing like blazers and like black yeah, clothes. over the course of a year. Uh-huh. But originally. Yeah. They're driving this like. Cause piece, he's just a scumbag. Shit, station yeah. wagon. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, they're just like a little gang. They don't they become. They kind of didn't even need a car to be honest. I mean, it was like a, t- like a city type town. Yeah. But it seemed like walkable for the territory they were uh, controlling. They yeah. walked everywhere. It seemed yeah, like. Yeah. The set was very small. Yeah, a few buildings. Yes, it was one block. Well, I mean, you had some miniature sets too to make it feel. Yeah, real. Make feel, it feel larger. It didn't. It, that made it feel smaller to me. They were cool, but it made it feel smaller to me. A little closed in. Well, you know what's funny? Nothing about something earlier in the movie when Tommy gets them arrested. He says he could die happy. He dies. And he does die, but he I does don't know die. if he was necessarily happy because the people who he had arrested. Are the ones that eventually kill him. Right, so what did you gain here? Like, maybe you just shouldn't have messed with them. Maybe you should have maybe given the police the video, but not ran to the cop car with the guys there and like, look at this, officer! Yeah, Yeah, give it to him afterwards. Right, like, oh, I found this video, I recorded them, my ex, here you go. Or let the cops drive by you, and then you say, here, take this. 
You could have stayed out making out with Sally on the fire escape. Sally was totally about you, Tommy. You were cool, going to be a cool dude. I mean, he might have had some issues there, too, though. If she would have left him for... You know, left Vinny for Tommy. Yeah, but play that one out. We see how it goes. Is it, what is it? Choose your own adventure? All roads lead to you becoming a shrinking, shrunken head? I feel like Mr. Sumatra was banking on that. He's been waiting for this moment. He's like... I've changed my ways, but I can't kill kids to turn them into heads. But if kids die... Well, who knows what he's doing in Haiti as a police officer? I think we saw it. Yeah, she's just shooting people in the, in the head when they open the door. Yep, and turning people into shrunken heads, and then when they kill people, they become zombies who care for the environment. Well, yeah, they clean up after themselves, essentially. Like, they clean up the environment. Clean up the graffiti and the garbage mm-hmm. and things like that. Yeah, that was a real interesting aspect of the movie. Hey, if 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 you um were Mr. Sumatra, so imagine this world you're living in and you make three shrunken heads from kids who died after going to the funeral home and sawing off all their heads while they're in their caskets and taking them home and then you gave them special powers and trained them. Would you train them to have these three powers? Would you train them to shoot electricity out of your head? Would you train them to have vampire teeth and a switchblade? I don't think you train them to have those powers. I think they, those are the powers they just developed, they had from the process. So he trained them in their powers that they were, were given. So he innate... He gave them their powers, I guess. Which is exactly what I said, and you tried to argue with me, and you just agree with me. No, you said, you said he, like, trained them in the, like as if, like, they didn't know how to do these things, and now they do. Without Mr. Sumatra, they knew how to have vampire teeth? No, they, 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 could, they could have them, but they didn't know how to properly use them. So I mean, before Mr. Sumatra came around, they could use vampire teeth and shoot electricity? No, once they were shrunken heads. Yeah, who made them shrunken heads? Who did that? No, but he didn't train did them that? from scratch. You, you are arguing. I meant, I meant like a skill. You are okay. debating semantics. I meant like a skill. And arguing with me for no reason. I meant like a skill. Like, you don't know how to play baseball and somebody trains you right. how to play baseball. You don't know how to have vampire teeth. Now you know how to have vampire teeth. But you already had the vampire teeth. No, I gave, them, head. no I gave them to you, which means I trained you to have vampire teeth. I gave you the vampire teeth. No, they, that's just, they did, he didn't specifically give them the powers. They developed powers through the shrunken head process. He so they're Deadpool? Pick, he didn't pick their they're powers. They're Deadpool? He didn't have a healing factor until he got subjected to the experiment and it was innately coming out into his, he his said, body? He said they would develop powers. He didn't choose these powers for them. He developed them into shrunken heads. Yes. Yeah. But they developed powers through the shrunken head process. He said, that's what he said that had would happen. Yeah. And then he trained them. One was fangs. One was electricity, the other one was, was I can summon a switchblade. So know, yes, but you know, my question was, you yes, know, you would do that? And you know what they say heaven is? I don't know what they say heaven is. Seven and a switchblade. Cool. It's so when you go to McDonald's and they give you seven nuggets instead of six. And a, and a, switchblade, and a switchblade? And McDonald's? Yeah. That's a thing? Yeah. When's that happen? It's... And what's that from? From Wonder Chosen. So I figured it'd be from something. Yeah, cool. it's from Wonder Chosen. When they were asking kids what is heaven, and the one kid says, "It's just another when example." When you go to when you get a Happy Meal and they give you seven nuggets instead of sw- six and a switchblade, and then later they ask a few more kids, and then they ask another kid, and the kid just goes, seven and a switchblade." <laughs> like it's a thing. It's just another example of you ruining somebody's material. 
Just saying it wrong is so I don't get it or think it's funny. Just I didn't say it wrong it. at all. I said exact. I. It's exactly how it is in the show. Didn't know I was hanging out with Carlos Mencia tonight. <laughs> not stealing anybody's material. Wow, that's gonna get out there. I'm not stealing material. Tweet at Corey. I'm quoting TV shows I liked. Well, you know if, if it's if it's out there, it's true. I guess that's how the internet works now. Yeah, and I and it's out there with me quoting Wonder Shows, and mm-hmm. it was a great show. All right, well. So, so the answer that. is no. You might you, we, The answer is yes. I mean, you'd give those kids. You would. Oh uh, yes, I would. You give and train them in vampire teeth, a yes. switchblade, yes. and electricity yeah. out of I mean, your brain. If that's the powers they have. I and would be sending, forced to do no other. And giving, giving him the ability to send his last dying thoughts to his girl, his I guess girlfriend. We'll just say she's girlfriend. We, it, yeah. Well, we they was, have. It they was. Had the, it was the, budding. They had the ability to fly. Part of the shrunken head process. Yeah. Uh, we learned a lot about how the shrunken head process in this movie. Uh, one other thing, too. I would also make sure that they call me master from now on. You would do that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Everything Mr. Sumatra did, I would do. Good. Except for getting shot. I wouldn't get shot. But if you could just go home and heal yourself and you knew you weren't going to die, would you let Yeah, him? but he was like, he risked it. He did. For too long. Like, he was bleeding for too long. He was. He's like, ah, I'll be fine. Yeah, he, he, but he should have been more careful and walked out for somebody with a gun when you're going to uh, storm the base of a, of a, you know, mob boss. You should assume they have guns. Would you live in an apartment complex and have a magical cauldron in the middle of your apartment, your studio apartment? Uh, well, I would, I would do these, those things, but I wouldn't call my apartment a condominium. I feel many like times lying. he said I, it many times. It I, was not a condo. It I, was not a condominium. I feel like it's just lying. I feel like you're trying to play up where you live. Like why wouldn't you say? I, my, I'd be honest about where I live. Why wouldn't you just say my place or like my house? Like that's what my condominium. Holy shit, yeah. Mr. Sumatra. This, the the seance must take place in my condominium. Like, and but at the end when he had his like you know purple blue suit on whatever yeah. that was like his like. Police outfit in Haiti, sure. apparently, or whatever. Yeah. Why did he have those, like, blind sunglasses on? Because it's a different... What year did this come out? 94. Yeah, so those are, those are holdover. Those are just the sunglasses he wore. They're big sunglasses. He never wore sunglasses other than that one scene. Because that's what he... He worked at a newspaper stand where it definitely gets sunny. That's because he used those sunglasses to walk into people's houses in Haiti and shoot them. Like a blind person? How many blind people shoot people like that? Shoot him like a blind person. That's your said? Yeah. Yeah, I don't... He's pretty accurate. Is this blind person Daredevil? Yeah, just boom! Hmm. Dead. You're dead. You can't even think about it. You can't think about Unlike it. Unlike when uh, Freddy woke up from being a sh- uh, from being dead into a shrunken head, he was like, No, oh look out! God. They have guns! Where's my aunt? Oh my god, what it was also fuck? sad! Fre- Freddy definitely did not want to be a shrunken head, I feel like. No. I mean, they all kind of gave into it because the more they killed, the more they lost their humanity and became uh, just more of being shrunken head uh, superhero killers. I mean, superhero. They were superheroes and killers. They were almost just objects. They, they killed. They killed a homeless man named Stinky Man. Stinky Man. Well, that's don't you know the shrunken head's infamous villain, Stinky Man? We couldn't be more creative with a with it. You couldn't just give him a name, Ralph. Stinky oh my man. God, Ralph! No, well then then you could have could... just said. And then once those two ho- those two homeless men were committing a rape, by the way, they were. Stinky man was committing a sexual assault. I mean, Tommy commits kind of a sexual assault later on. Oh fuck! I forgot. 
He goes up the shirt of his ex-girlfriend. Well, she has a has a little head. Well, she's Imagine that. Imagine you're a 17-year-old girl and all of a sudden you're in a cemetery visiting your ex-boyfriend's grave. That's where she was. And a and a head that looks like him comes up to you and tells you this shows you visions. Another shrunken head power. We were it's like it's like last week with Life Force with the space vampires. We just kept learning all these new rules and powers. I mean, and right. this movie did the same thing. It's, it's just like here's new things. This is what they can do. They can fly. They can spin around together and turn into a chainsaw. Two movies with the creation of zombies that I didn't even have in my vernacular until these past two weeks. I didn't know that could happen last week, and I didn't know this could happen this week. Yeah, yeah, two very weird versions of zombies. And uh, but this, these zombies always make more sense because. Zombies kind of go hand in hand with voodoo culture, right? This is more like this is more of actual an actual zombie being controlled. The dead uh, being, I mean, necromancing is what's right. happening. Do you yeah. have like a favorite movie like that involves voodoo? I don't know. Do I? Is this a real question? Yeah. Do you have do, a, do you have a favorite movie that involves voodoo? That involves, voodoo dolls, voodoo. That, no, because I usually think voodoo and shrunken heads are stupid. Like that. That's something I never. Like, but Serpent in the Rainbow. That's a pretty good one, right? Wes Craven. Uh, let's see, something with, with voodoo. With a voodoo doll or anything. Isn't voodoo? In, am I wrong? Or isn't voodoo involved in Hatchet? Aren't uh, they in New Orleans? They are in New Orleans, but I don't remember voodoo. I think it is. Uh, is involved. Um, in that. But I it, think it is. Hmm. Well, if I had to pick one. Uh, one movie that involved voodoo as my favorite one. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know what another one is is um Tales from the Hood has some like has a voodoo segment in it as well, and then uh you know the aforementioned Serpent in the Rainbow, Leprechaun in the Hood. I feel like Serpent in the Rainbow is probably like the most famous like voodoo like horror movie, um and I think that's Bill Pullman is in that one. It's a good one though. But my favorite voodoo movie is not really a horror movie, uh per se. It would be uh, Weekend at Bernie's 2. Oh. Is a good voodoo movie. Is voodoo involved in that one? Yeah. He, is Bernie come to life? Yeah, the body gets brought he's, back. He's, necro- to... he's necromanced? Yeah, so, like, these two guys from... I don't know where they cut. They go to, like, an island in the movie, but these two guys from the island get Bernie's body out of, like, uh, the morgue. Yeah. And they're, like, they're Haitian or from Barbados some sort of tropical island type Jamaica. Sure. Uh, Jamaica's not really voodoo heavy though, so I can't remember where they go in the movie. You know, some sort of Anyways. island culture. Yeah, and you know they um they they use his body to uh you know do voodoo on. They were sent by this like voodoo witch doctor lady to find this treasure on that island. So they needed a body. They need to bring her a body back. And they, they chose Bernie's. They chose Bernie's body. What are the chances? Well, apparently he was like involved with the treasure or something. Oh. I can't remember exactly the details. It's, I, I've seen the movie quite a bit when I was younger. I definitely watched Weekend at Bernie's 2 way more than I watched Weekend at Bernie's. I think but, I've only seen them both once. But they make his body come to life, and whenever music plays, his body comes to life, and he walks towards the treasure. And he's like, like just right. walking he's zombie. A, yeah, he's a dead body. And then when the music stops, he just falls and collapses. It's a very intelligent and, uh, you know, well thought out premise. For I think a it sequel is. sequel to a movie that had a very thought out and 
I mean, I stand by Weekend at Bernie's and Weekend at Bernie's 2. You do? Yeah. I just said it's my favorite voodoo movie. Cool. It's really oh, and really one of the only voodoo movies I can think of. I didn't know I could have a favorite voodoo movie. That's the world I'm, I'm living sure there's in? some other movies that involve voodoo dolls, like it's pricking it, and, ah, something like that, some sort of scenes with voodoo dolls or something. I'm sure they, those exist, like being silly, you know, pushing on them, oh, ooh, ah, like eh, making them do stuff. Tommy asks her <laughs> if he can, he says he wants to be close to her. She says, I don't know how. How would we do that? And he just flies up her shirt. Yeah, he flies up her shirt and, like, grazes her breasts. And we see this. Yeah. She's a morning 17-year-old. With a, I mean, I just don't... Just We just went wild tonight. Yeah, and she does it again, too. Yeah, she likes it this time. Yeah, the second time she's like, oh, yeah, stay here for a while. Uh-huh. Just, like, graze my boobs for a while. It's not quite a direct quote, but it's what <laughs> No, I, that's just that's just the essence you get from the scene. As Mr. Sumatra watches me as I unbutton my shirt. She did turn around, though, so... Uh, she couldn't wait? To be fair... Her he, and Tommy couldn't go into a different room? Well, they could have went to Mr. Sumatra's bedroom. He was more than happy to let people just go into his bedroom whenever they wanted. I do not want to see what that looks like. His bedroom is probably has more like dead chickens and goats on the wall. More cats under the bed? Uh, yeah, probably. You know, he needs he needs a stockpile of uh, cats to put in his like giant stew pot to create more. Wonder what more what other things he creates. Who knows? What other stuff he's been doing? Bad stuff. He see. It seems like he's lived there for a while in that town. He's yeah. He's lived there for a long time. Which I mean, who? How many other little mini prequels or little adventures did he have with who knows what? He had no problem bringing a hacksaw into the funeral home. Yeah, I mean, he kind of did it. Nobody was really around. Nobody looked in those caskets again. Dude. Nobody just, like, looked. They closed them up. It was time to go to the... When you go to the... When you when you go to a wake, yeah, you see them. And even no. at the funeral service, you may might still be open. But nobody... Say your last goodbyes. But right before they go to, like, the cemetery, nobody usually close and nobody looks at them again. Nobody at the funeral home. That's like the number one rule of funeral homes, I'm pretty sure. I don't think you're just... It's like, don't, once they're closed for good, like, you no. can't open them again. That's not... Do they, like, tape it to make sure nobody opens it? Like, you tape your door to see, make sure nobody, like, broke into your house? You tape the edge of the door, put a tape across it, and if the tape is moved, somebody went in your house. No, it's just like a seal. Oh. You know, like a... Like an those... animal? Like, no, like one of those seals. You know, like a truck seal? It's like a little, like... Don't make sexual gestures with your hands. It has like the little clip on it. It's like little some, truck nuts. Some, some like numbers. It's like a little plastic seal that like seals like a like a back of the doors of a truck. Shut. Okay. And then if it breaks, obviously you know the seal's been broken and somebody's been inside. Hmm. So they didn't get to put the seals on yet, and they thought everything was good to go. They put the seals on. Well, this sounds true. There's nobody checked. They didn't. Why would they need to check? There's no need to. It's just dead boys. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. When they picked them up... Who else is going through there? Just when they picked dead, up dead little boys. When they picked up the casket, they weren't like, this one feels like it's missing the head. Some, like, necrophiliac type? Just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get it on with these dead little boys before I, before they go on the ground. The things you want to make your voice say and put on the internet always astound me. Just throw that out there. I don't know there. what kind of guy, who was like AI, was looking AI, inside there. Artificial intelligence, Corey, that will be based off of all the things you've said on this podcast, 
make me very concerned. I'm concerned for myself, the, the, but I have no idea what that AI core is. That's the going AI to. that's going to rule the world. Oh, bullshit. I mean, that's Skynet right there. No, it's Dumbnet. No. Yeah, it's Binet. It's, Goodbye. It's actually uh, CNET. Yeah, you've seen that. Loosely based off of sea meat. I just not even... You know these things can be connected, but I could be clever about it. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> well, that's what happens when Corey tries out his own material. <laughs> I've been, you know, i, I got to work out my, my material somewhere. Uh, yeah, I guess. i got to work on it somewhere. Well, it's the best, the best people work on it live in front of an audience <laughs> of one. Great. Cool. Uh, you get nothing else to say. The movie's wild. <laughs> this movie is wild. I mean, I mean, what is it, what more is there to say? I mean, the parts that are wild are wild, but the rest of it is just like a superhero arc, you know, revenge tale. That yeah, let's call it. People get murdered. The revenge happens. The bad guys lose. The good guys don't win exactly. It's just weird because they, they're still dead. They're still, but they're still floating heads, and they get to hang out with their friend Sally. She's like their caretaker. Yeah, Mister. What's that? I keep forgetting his name. Sumatra. Mr. Sumatra ends up turning Sally into a voodoo princess by the end of the film. He gives her a magic spell book. She's got shrunken heads. She's got her little high school voodoo starter kit. Yeah, someone's got to take over the mantle when Sumatra's gone. Nobody needs gone. to take over anything that happens in that condominium. It's not a condominium. Um, Mr. It. Sumatra calls it that. Yeah, fuck Mr. Sumatra. Bold statement here. Someone wants to get his head shrunk. I'll give you a Mr. Sumatra. Oh. No. That's what, that's what, no, I'm not, never mind. Try, say something funny and fuck it up. Give it a shot. What do you, what, what would I fuck up? I don't know. <laughs> Try it then. It's just, Throw it out it's there. past. You want to make a joke about it's Mr. Sumatra? Yeah. Doing what? I don't know. It's past. Do you make jokes? It's past. I can't do it anymore. Sounds like a quitter to me. Well, I don't know. Sometimes you just gotta give up on a on a premise. <laughs> a premise. <laughs> on a premise. That's what that was. Oh, wild. <laughs> a premise. Yeah, sometimes you gotta give up on a premise. Well, that's a thing you should do, probably. Well, you know, uh, I mean, I really have nothing else to say about uh. About Shrunken Heads. It's a wild movie. But I also don't think this this wasn't not comprehensive. I mean, that's what happens. You just have to see it. Yeah. You have to be in... Once the kids die, I was in awe the whole time. Yeah. It's wild. I was I was Shrunken Heads, Powers, Mur... I mean, I, I feel like there's not... We talked about a lot of it, but there's like... The parts where you can't really talk about it is because there's a lot of it's just like, here's the revenge parts. And those parts are kind of the weaker parts of the movie. It's yeah. just like, here's a murder here. Here's a thing here. They're not very exciting. It's just kind of, you see it coming. Nothing crazy happens. Those parts are like, we sold you a movie on like shrunken heads doing stuff. The shrunken heads have to do stuff before we get to the main story part, like the end climax. Right. So like, do like, oh, they're flying around doing stuff. They're stopping a rape. We're floating around giving visions to my girlfriend as I rub her shirt in her chest. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> cool. Well, yeah. Well, so th- I just kept thinking about. Sorry, I just kept thinking about Tommy's dad because you see him later oh, as he gets shook down for so, money. It's so... He gets shook down for money a year. His son's been dead for a year, and he doesn't know he's a flying head. He can't even have closure. Like at least the head could float by and give him something. Well, at least, uh, yeah. You so 
you know, fuck Tommy. That's my stance on this movie. Fuck Tommy. Fuck Tommy. Because you know what? He's so concerned about his uh like three day girlfriend. Doesn't go back to see his dad. Doesn't go back to see his dad. And they don't mention his mom, so maybe it was just his dad. You don't see a mom yeah. at the funeral. He's lonely. Yeah, he's son. He was trying to train to at least Probably get, take over the store one day. Take over the store, like give him a good work ethic to be a go out on his own. Because at first I thought that the shopkeeper was a dick. And they're like, oh, it's his dad. No, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. And yeah, so like, fuck Tommy, dude. Oh, so I only care about I only care about my 17-year-old girlfriend's tits. You say things, and I mean, those are the words you choose. <laughs> and then you laugh to yourself as I react. That's all this is. But that's what he cared about. I mean, he did, he wanted to, you know... Say hi. Yeah, he was a horny teenager is what I'm getting at. But I was, my point is like, yeah, he's, he's a horny a, shrunken head. He's just a teenager. And like, he's just a kid. He's who, a horny shrunken head who doesn't give a fuck about his dad. Who was killed in a slew of gunfire. In the, Shotguns, pistols, just mowed down, destroyed. The bodies did not look like it. I was really hoping we could use some voodoo magic and just like make him come back or like maybe they go into like their spirits are going to somebody else's body so they could at least live like a human what if they would have came back with just their whole, whole bodies but little shrunken heads like a Beetlejuice I mean at that point they probably would have shot themselves in the head <laughs> I don't know they could wear like a helmet so people think they have normal sized heads I mean once you look inside you can see that it's like this little gross head the guy in Beetlejuice has a little gross head yeah but I mean but Sally Sally just like Tommy and she she's like that's, I mean... She had the picture next to her bed for a year. Yeah. She cared about him. She did. They had a potential. They could have had a nice fling and... Who knows? Yeah, they maybe, have, maybe, they maybe They had a whole future together. Maybe in an alternate universe, they dated and then like it ended horribly. Like They, they really fucked each other over real bad. It was like it was a mess. Tommy and Sally's groceries. Tommy and Sally's groceries. Well, that's the B-movie. Freddy could have took over Mr. Sumatra's... Newsstand. Anyone could have. Yeah, anyone could have. He clearly uh, liked those kids. Anyone could have. The uh, I don't remember the other kid's name. Uh, Beans. I was supposed to call him. He liked jelly beans. He did like jelly beans. That's how his head came back. We gotta stop. Just watch the movie. I can't say anything more. But yeah, he liked jelly. I'm, I'm what done. was one quick thing? What was with those weird? What was with those beans he gave the? Him? They were from like a special place in like Haiti or something. But Haiti's real big on jelly creating unique jelly beans. I was hoping that there'd be a payoff for that somewhere, and there wasn't. Jelly Belly is uh, real big in in Haiti. Yeah. That's where they're real, you know, I mean, popular in Haiti. I guess. Yeah. This so, is it. We're so, done. I'm winding down. I got nothing, yeah. to, I got nothing no, else to say. Same here. Yeah. So uh, thank you to Marcus for suggestion, suggesting this movie. <gasps> He's stinky, man. He. Oh, my God. He was in this movie. <laughs> he was in this movie. Oh, my goodness. Stink. That's why he wanted us to watch it. That's his first role. His first role yeah. in a movie was in 1994 as Stinky Man. <laughs> I... It all makes sense now. That's yep. why he wanted us to watch it. Well, he never watched his first roll. The time stream has been fucked up, so I don't know how that happened. He but... went back in time to star in Shrunken Heads. And then he came back in time. 
I was gonna say then he, then he came back forward in time. That's not what you should say. He then he came to back the to the future, present time. That's copyrighted. <laughs> and then he told us to watch it so we could see him. Yeah, it's, amazing. It's it's bizarre. I can't believe he was. Uh, what if in. what if we would have watched this moment at any this movie at any moment in time? Like maybe he he recently added himself into it. So if we would have watched it sooner. He, uh, somebody else would have been Stinky Man. Yeah. Stinky Man might have been a character. They probably that guy called him that because it was Marcus. It was impro. It was an improvised scene. All right. <laughs> it's like Stinky Man. We all know you. Yeah, Stinky Man. Oh. You smell like shit. <laughs> you shit smeller. It's what time travel does. It's what. It's true. Uh, so next week on the podcast, yeah, stop me from talking. We're moving on from. You know, shrunken heads. We're gonna do something a little different. Can I guess? Are we gonna watch all nine puppet masters? Yes, we're watching all nine for one episode. One, oh my god, that's a marathon. I hope we got adult diapers. <laughs> yeah, you can't leave the room. <laughs> no, it's a rule. Uh, so what we're gonna do is kind of do a little crossover episode with our uh, wrestling podcast and kind of combine the worlds. Uh, in in a in not the way you think, like where it's like, oh, you know talk about suburban commando or mr nanny or something like that what we're going to do is we're going to bring on nick and Corey from the reversal (laughs) nick and Corey from the reversal yeah and then Corey and nick from b-movie breakdown will just have a interaction i'm sure we'll have many similar opinions of us will talk yeah and uh so what we'll do is so wcw back in like the early 90s uh you know got it up their ass to really spend some money before they really started blowing and spending money to make these like weird little short movies uh, they made one uh, called Beach Blast, and there was like a beach thing. It led into a Beach Blast pay-per-view. And the one we're going to watch is The White Castle of Fear. And uh, it leads into a match at Fall Brawl 1993 between one Big Van Vader and the Icon Sting. He wasn't the Icon then, but... He's the Icon now. He's the Icon now. And uh, so, yeah, it leads into this epic strap match. And uh, you can watch all of this if you have the WWE Network. You can also just fucking Google it and find it on YouTube, I'm sure. The the segment, the mini-movie that, that is uh, kind of the, the, you know, it's the crossover part for the... The match is like the reversal part, and the mini-movie is the B-movie part. And that's the White Castle of Fear. So if you just want to watch the little mini-movie and not the whole match... Uh, just go you go on YouTube and type in White Castle of Fear, and the whole match is Super Brawl 1993. It is the main event. It's Sting versus Vader. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, that's yeah, we will see in how a that strap goes. match. White Castle of Fear strap match. Stop saying White Castle, man. You're making me hungry. Getting hungry for those sliders. Yeah, sliding into my in sliding into this mouth. Well, we're gonna slide. Into that mouth. No, we're not. Out of this podcast. Because for the B-Movie Breakdown, I'm Corey. Yeah, that's who you are. And that's Nick. Yeah. And come back next week for more of the best of the worst. All right, Corporate Commander. It's the best of the worst. <laughs>